Hello, sugar blossoms! It is 2021. 2020 is over. I just want to take a minute and congratulate everybody for being here and making it to 2021. I don't say that lightly. 2020 was a really hard year for a lot of people. I was there. I was able to regroup and come out of that myself and keep the damage to a very minimum. And I actually had a really great 2020. But it was hard. It was very difficult. And anybody who was alone for a long time in 2020, I want to say, like, I hear you and a lot of people hear you. And I want to take a minute to just be optimistic because 2021 has a lot of potential and it's going to be fantastic. The vaccine, I already know some people who have gotten the vaccine. I think we're on our way up and it's time to be optimistic, time to take charge and time to like kind of figure out what we can do for ourselves, right? But anyway, I hope everybody's holidays were fantastic. Now, I think I would rate my holidays a solid six and a half. Mm -hmm. Could have been, could have been a lot worse. Definitely could have been a lot worse. It was great to see family. My sister's been overseas for three years, so it's been a long time. I got to catch up. It was really nice to see them all. But family can be difficult. Not everybody has a difficult time with family, but a lot of people do. And so I'm here to say anybody who just had to deal with family and it was really stressful and there were a lot of there was a lot of anxiety surrounding it. I hear you and I was there too. Um yeah, let's talk about that a little bit, shall we? So my family is really fucking awkward when it comes to anything slightly to do with sex, okay? Nobody in my family knows how to talk about this, and I blame it a lot on our conservative Christian upbringing. Nobody really ever broke that barrier of how to talk about it, right? So soon you're go- you're going to get the episode Passport to Purity, so you're going to understand what we all had to go through as far as a sex talk. And my entire family, we were all homeschooled, beginning to end, all the way up until college. So we were surrounded by other people who were also kind of awkward with that subject. So we really never got comfortable talking about it. Nobody's comfortable with that subject. And it was interesting this holiday season. The holidays did not go without some bumps. Bumps. My family with anything like moderately suggestive of anything sexual gets super awkward and doesn't know how to handle it, especially because I'm the youngest of my family. My closest sibling is five years older than me. And so like, and my brother, he's living with his girlfriend. I'm 23. We got, we should have gotten through all of this like a long time ago, but things got kind of awkward. And I'm just going to give you an example. Like we should have gotten through all this a long time ago because two years ago, my family took a family vacation to Cozumel, Mexico. I mean, this was a fantastic family vacation. We pretty much just sat on the beach, drunk, like the whole time we did some excursions. I did some scuba diving. I love scuba diving. I always do scuba diving. And so the first night, since I had early morning dives the next day, I didn't join them to go to the disco bar. But I heard all about it the next day. So basically, they made friends, and my brother met this chick, and he fucked her on the beach, and the next day, he was just fucking bragging about it. And I'm like, okay, this is weird, A, because I don't know why you're telling everybody about it, and this family, like, we don't talk about that shit. But B, like, okay, if you're talking about that shit, then all bets are off, right? And so I, like, set my eye on this one dude, like, hot as fuck, and then I found out he was one of the people my family had, like, totally befriended. And I was like, okay, well, this makes things interesting. And that night at the disco bar, like, I totally walked it in within, like, five minutes. 
but they were all super freaked out. So by this time, two years ago, I was a seasoned sugar baby. Okay, I'm going to have to back up. I was fine with an age difference, obviously. And regardless of sugar, he was 36. I was 21. So it's a 15-year age difference. <laughs> I don't think that, that, that that's that bad. I, I honestly don't think it's that bad. Like, to date is a different thing. But, like, to fuck is not that bad. It's not that bad at all. And also, like, we had a fantastic time, let me tell you. Like, everybody went to bed. Well, okay, my, my parents went to bed. My brother was fucking this chick. So he was out, like, in the resort. There were these, like, beds on the beach with curtains you could, like, close. And then, like, all of the chairs were still out on the beach. And then there's the pier. And then there's a VIP room that got broken in. Uh, the lifeguard stand was definitely a great spot. And then we also... I'm t- the dude I I was hanging out with, Emmy, we got so drunk one night that, like, we wandered off the resort, and this probably wasn't a very smart thing to do. It got kind of sketch in the morning, I'm not going to lie, but, so we wandered off the resort, and then we found this other resort, and they had a fucking trampoline, and so we're like, oh, hell yeah, so it's like 4 a.m., and we're drunk as shit, and we're like rabbits just fucking on a trampoline, and then we pass the fuck out afterwards because we're both, like, drunk and exhausted and happy. And we wake up, and there are, like, people moving around, and there's, like, heavy fucking security. And we're like, oh, my fucking God. And you know that, like, when you wake up in the morning and you think like, your mind just jumps to the worst shit possible? So we're, like, fucking <laughs> ninjas. Like, <laughs> we gotta fucking sneak out. And <laughs> so we, like sneak the hell out of this resort and think it's like the funniest shit in the world and we get back and I'm like all right it's like 7 a.m and I need to get like some actual sleep that day was a mess I was like that was a fucking mess but anyway so this was going down and my family was obviously very aware of it and they were all so fucking awkward but there was literally nothing they could do about it it was just happening There was no way they could stop it. They were basically just lecturing me and judging me the whole time. And I'm like, well, he did it first. Like, this is a kind of a a weird standard you're setting. And I just fucking shot it down really fast. But my brother, he was like, he was so taken back that I was fucking somebody 15 years older than me. He was like sitting there and he wouldn't actually like say it. He wouldn't actually like admit that we were sleeping together. He was just like, you're, you're hanging out like Ellie, you're you're hanging out with him a lot, like, you know he's 36, right? I was like, yeah, I know he's 36. I was like, that's 15 years older than you. I'm like, yeah, I, I know, I can figure that out. He's like, that doesn't bother you? And I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. Should it? Like, what, what, what's so fucking bad about it? We're just hanging out on vacation, like, I don't know what the big deal is. And he just, like, his face was just, like, pure horror. And that was the end of the fucking conversation. And literally, my family would not talk about this for at, at all. Like, they just fucking stopped talking about it and pretended it didn't happen. So that happened two fucking years ago. Fast forward to this year. I'm like, okay, I don't bring people around my family for this reason. Like, they just make things super fucking awkward. And, but fast forward to this year, and I'm like, hey, my boyfriend's gonna come for New Year's. Like, shouldn't be a big deal, right? 
turn into a big fucking deal. They were, like, super awkward at the idea of us, like, sleeping together because we might fuck or something. We ended up having to go to a fucking hotel, and it wasn't a big deal. Honestly, it worked out just great. Like, I was perfectly fine with having my own space. I'd already been around my family far too long. I was going insane. So, like, it was fine. But the reason I'm telling you guys this is because family can be really fucking difficult. And I get it. And we all probably just had to deal with them for the holidays. They're fantastic. I don't get to see them very often. It's really nice to regroup. So I'm not taking away getting to see family and spending time with family. And some of us have great relationships with our family. So it's fantastic. But not everybody. So anybody out there who just had to, like, go through difficult family time, like, I hear you. And I'm also telling you about that because this week I'm going to talk about mixing sugar dating and family and friends. And what I mean by that is I'm going to explain to you like who I've told, my mental process in deciding who I was going to tell and how I was going to tell them, how it went for me, and my thoughts. You know, this is um, a time of year where this might have been on your mind if you're a sugar baby and you haven't told anybody and you're around family and you're around friends and maybe they're asking questions, maybe things are getting awkward and you don't know how to approach this. You don't know if you should be telling them. So hopefully this episode can be a little helpful because it is a, it's a difficult decision to make. And it's the easy answer is it's all circumstance, right? It's all how your friends and family are. Are they the kind of people who are going to react well? But I think there's a lot that goes into figuring that out. And I definitely had a process. Like I definitely, it took me a long time, but I definitely went through a process of how I became okay with that. How I became okay with telling people it, etc. So, thank you guys for being here. I hope you enjoy the episode. Oh, I love a good sugar pussy. <laughs> Sugar dating and friends and family. Mm, What a topic, boys and girls. When I first started, I didn't take it very seriously. So it took me a couple weeks, maybe a month, to ever meet up with anybody. And so during that time, like, I didn't take it seriously. I wasn't doing anything, so I didn't feel the need to tell anybody about it. If I did mention it, it would be in joking. It would be like, oh yeah, no, I I made an account on Seeking Arrangements. Ha ha, I'm not actually going to do anything. But in reality, I was actually curious about doing things. So when I first started, though, there were two people who I actually talked to about it. Two pretty close friends. One of them, I was close in the sense that I told them everything and nothing. Like, I told them everything, but I didn't open up. Like, I wasn't super vulnerable. So, like, they knew everything about my life, but in a very, like, list-type fashion. Like, we joked around... We talked a ton, but, like, I wasn't vulnerable or, like, emotional or, like, very close with him. And then my other friend, he's my, like, best friend, and he knew, and I think, I honestly can't remember which of them was, like, the one who was, like, oh, just get a sugar daddy. But they both kind of had, like, joked about that because, you know, I'd been complaining about my money situation, blah, 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 and that's that's an obvious and easy answer to give. Well, so they both knew, and they both kind of like were with me through the process I told them like when I was setting up my account I told them when people started talking to me I told them how it was going I told them everything basically they were the kind of people who it didn't really matter 
I could tell them. It just, it was what it was. Like, it wasn't a big deal. It just, you know, she's sugar dating now. whoop do fucking do She's still the same person. So they were really chill. And I'm really thankful that I had them in my life that I felt that way about. Because when I did decide to meet up with a daddy... I had friends who I could tell where I was going, how long I expected to be gone, when to freak out and call in the special forces to save my ass if I disappeared. So that was really helpful. That was really nice. And I would tell anybody interested in getting into sugar or beginning to do it that this is very necessary, not only for the safety factor, but also for that mental support, uh, the emotional support, because if it goes badly or if something doesn't go as you planned or if something happens to you, you need somebody who knows what's going on, can recognize something is wrong and ask you about it and you can talk to about it. It's really important to have those people there for you in that situation. As time went on and as I did this, I slowly began to open up to more people about it. By more people, I mean close friends. There were people that I judged not worthy of finding out that later I found out I could have told. And there were some people who I realized, like, if I wanted to continue being close with them, like, I had to tell them, and I didn't know how they were going to react. So there were various different situations, and I slowly opened up and told more people and more people and more people until, I don't know, maybe the last year, I just got to a point where I stopped giving any fucks about it at all. Enough people who I told had been really supportive, had been like, hey, more fucking power to you. Like, goddamn, that's awesome. Like, take advantage of this situation. I'm super proud of you. This is amazing. And, you know, that felt, it felt really good to have people react that way to me because I knew that that's not how the normal societal reaction to something like sugar dating is. There were a lot of questions. There was a lot of skepticism when they found out, like, I was actually being intimate and sexual with sugar daddies. Um, A lot of people will go into these things and they won't do an arrangement if there's any type of sex involved and that's great that's awesome if, if you want to do that that's off that's fantastic um there's really no firm rules and how to do this like just basically do what you want but people do react differently when they find out if you're being sexual with people who are paying you for your time because they their mind immediately jumps to oh it's sex work then if you want to define it as sex work you can But it's pretty situational dependent. We've had this discussion on sugar pussy before, so we're not going to go back into that. A lot of people can be super judgy, and a lot of people can hide their judgment with pretend concern for your safety. So this is something I have ran into. Um, People will, instead of being supportive, they'll suddenly jump to, well, what if this, and what if that, and what if this, and what if that? And they'll mask it in concern for you. But it's really the, just that they disapprove of your choices. And those are not the kind of people that deserve you. They don't deserve to be close to you. I'm not saying you have to cut them out. However, I would say maybe put them at an arm's length. Maybe if they are not supporting the things that you do, so long as you are being smart with what you do, you're being safe with what you do, and you're thinking through every decision that you make, and you know it's a good one for you, and people aren't supporting it, maybe they need to back off. Or maybe you need to back off. But that is also a decision for you to make. I will say that voices 
are strong. They can make you feel shitty really easily and really fast. They can sneak their way inside of your brain and they can like tell you, oh yeah, you're disgusting for doing this. Like they can, they can really start to get to you over time and you might not even connect it with the person. You might not connect it with the things that they've said because they're just tiny little seeds that got planted and then they start spreading and growing and growing and it's not healthy. It's not good for you. So be very wary of the people who try to make themselves look good by accepting you. That's in quotations. But obviously not accepting you because they're not respecting your ability to make choices for yourself. They're not respecting your ability to maintain your own safety. They're not respecting your ability to decide if it's something you should do and want to do, okay? That's not for them to do. If they respect you as a person, if they believe in you as a person, if they support you and who you are and the things that you do and what you want to do with your body and with your life, with all of these things, they'll trust you. They'll support you. They'll be there for you. They'll tell you, yeah, go do that. Go go live, go experience those things. That's awesome. I'm proud. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. That's how somebody who respects you will respond to something like this. I will say if somebody responds positively and later on they come to you and they're like, Hey, I'm concerned about this. Have you thought about this? It's not something that you have to completely be like, you bitch, you just don't respect me. Go away and get all mad about if they respond positively and they obviously respect you initially and there's somebody that you know loves you and cares about you, I would definitely respect their concerns. Listen to them. Sometimes people who have that outside perspective see things that you don't see things. It's really important that you don't let yourself get so engrossed in various aspects of sugar that you turn a blind eye to some of the red flags and some of the dangers. And so if somebody is coming to you and being like, hey, I've noticed maybe you haven't been telling me about dates lately. And I know that at least in the past, I was somebody who you would tell so that somebody knew where you were. Is everything okay? Like, are you still being safe? That is like a perfect way to approach it. Like that is perfect reminders to be like, hey, if you tell somebody you're about to go on a date, like reminders like, hey, stay safe. Let me know when you're done. Like that kind of stuff. That's fantastic. That is supportive. And I'm not saying for a second that those people are bad or not supporting you or disrespecting you. I'm saying the people who their first reaction is, oh, well, that sounds dangerous. That's not good. That's not respect for you. So it takes a little bit of judgment and it takes a little bit of understanding where your relationship with them in particular is. But those are things to watch out for if you start telling people about this side of your life. Safely telling friends about things like sugar means you have to be careful with timing and place that you tell them and and how you tell them. So by this I mean it might not be best to do so in, in a bragging fashion. The time and the place that you tell somebody or you open up about these type of things is really important because you have to understand and respect that... <sighs> It's still a questionable thing to most people. Most people are not as exposed to this type of thing as you or as people in these communities on social media that are supportive of it are. You have to give them a little bit of protection around that, like, that shock. Like, if you hit them with it, somebody that they care about is telling telling them about this side of their life that they might not have an opinion on yet if they think that it is ethical or moral. That's a big thing. You don't want to blindside 
alongside somebody with that information. So just be respectful about coming out about this. And it's for your own safety too and your own mental safety too because if you do it at the wrong time and in the wrong place and they react badly, it's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel good that you just opened up to them about something and then like they were nasty to you about it. I remember like I've told people when they, I mean some people have straight up asked me like, hey, I don't know how how you're doing all of this like are you and then they they'll kind of like allude to this type of thing and I'll just be like yeah I've been a sugar baby for this long or whatever and wait for their reaction and it's worked out honestly very fine most people are pretty pretty chill with it um but yeah just be aware of the time and place and don't blindside people with this especially the people that you know might have a worse reaction so people who maybe are religious maybe are more conservative are more enclosed about their sex life if they don't if they don't talk about sex chances are they're not super comfortable now i have not opened up to any family about sugar dating as i kind of alluded to in the intro my family's very anti-sex so to come out and say like oh yeah i have sugar daddies I've had sugar daddies before, would, oh man, I can't, I can't even (laughs) wrap my head around how they would respond to something like that, but it would not be good. I can say that I think, um, the brother I'm closer to has figured it out. Definitely. He's heard some things. Yeah. Not intentionally, but we don't talk about it. And I've never actually admitted to it. But he has also not called me out, not asked questions, not made a big deal about it, not done anything along those lines about it. So my family is a situation where I would never tell them. I can't see a situation or a time where it would be necessary to tell them. I am not close enough with anyone in my family who I would want to open up to about sugar. So... Here's, here's what I have to say about telling family. If you're really close with your family, if you guys don't have a problem talking about sex already together, if, or if you have a family member who you're really close to, if you're really close with your sister or your brother or you're just a tight-knit family and you don't, you don't give a shit, if there are people who you genuinely feel like you need to open up to about things that are important in your life, those are factors that go into telling family. I think it would be amazing to have a family like that. I think it would be amazing to have siblings where we could talk about all sorts of shit and it wouldn't be weird. But I don't. And honestly, like, the way my family is, like, I don't want anything to change. I just, we just, you know, gotta keep our distance from each other. So like I said at the beginning of this whole podcast, who you tell is entirely situation-based. It's entirely circumstance-based. Who your friends are what you talk about with your friends, how close you guys are, how accepting they are of different things. Those are the factors that go into how you open up about something like sugar dating to your friends and family. Now, my biggest thought process with all of this was this. At first, I was scared. I was scared to tell anyone because I felt like I would lose respect in their eyes. I was scared that people would think less of me, think that I was desperate and cheap because I was willing to do something like that. 
But as time went on, and as I was getting cool experiences, and as I was getting to do things that nobody else that I knew was getting to do, as I realized the genuine benefits it was bringing to my life between just having extra cash between the experiences and between the relationships like all of those things were genuinely improving my life and when I started to accept that and realize that what I was doing wasn't wasn't me being cheap or desperate or easy or gross in any way and that it was making my life way the fuck better. I was getting to do amazing, cool things. I became so much more confident. I became confident in who I was. I became confident in what I was doing. I became confident in my sexuality. People would pay to spend time with me, so I was more confident in my personality. Uh, people, my, my pussy was constantly like fucking raved about people loved my pussy they loved eating my pussy they said it tasted good they said it was tight like my sexual confidence just fucking exploded people wanted to be with me people praised me people there were so many amazing things that were happening and my confidence was just building and building and building and so suddenly I didn't care anymore about what people thought. If somebody had a bad reaction, that's on them. It's not on me. Because I'm still getting all of these amazing things from it. If they don't want to listen and learn about why I'm doing it, they aren't worthy of me. If they're going to stop respecting me for the choices that I make and for choosing to continue to do stuff like this for all these benefits that I realized I was getting and that I was confident knowing were worth it, and I liked it, and I enjoyed it, and every choice that I made, I was fucking more confident in it. Like, over time, all of this stuff built, and I realized that people who weren't worthy of me, well, they can go get fucked. And I wasn't going to continue to, like, beat around the bush in conversations, or, like, lie anymore. Like, if they don't like it, they don't have to like it. And they can tell who they want, because I don't need them. If they're not going to love me, care for me, respect me, and all the choices I make. I don't fucking need them. And so that's the thought process that I eventually got to. So at first I was scared, but then as I continued in these journeys and as I continued to have good experiences, I realized all these things. And I realized that it was important enough to me that I was going to keep doing it and that I was confident in what I was doing and that anybody who didn't understand that or didn't care about that, well, they just weren't worth my time and they weren't worth my friendship. They didn't deserve my friendship. I just started telling everybody, and it ended up being fun. Like, honestly, I don't really think I've lost anybody because of it. Like, it, it just it just is what it is at this point. Like, people can just go suck a dick if they don't, if they don't like it. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so my fucks level has, like, gone down. Like, I just don't care anymore. Um, but I've gained a lot in the sense of just feeling freer. Now that I talk about it openly and freely, like I don't, I don't hide it. I tell anybody who's interested, obviously I started this podcast, like I'm an open fucking book now and I don't talk to my family about it, but I don't talk to my family about a lot of things. So it's really not that hard to keep them from it. And I can be honest when I say like, if they find out about it, I don't really, I don't really care that much. Like it might be a couple awkward conversations 
It might mean that I don't go to Christmas a year. But like, you know what? I could care less. I'm not going to change who I am and change my decisions and change my life for people who are going to make me feel like crap, right? So it's been really, really healthy to kind of come to these um, conclusions and to make the decision to just tell people and be honest and open up about it. And I've really enjoyed doing so. I've gotten to brag about some of the really cool shit I've done. And it's fun. It's fun to be like, yeah, I gotta do this. Like, and you could fucking too. Like, I'll help you. And it's just, it's just awesome. It's just more life experiences. And I'm, I'm always trying to get more life experiences. Like I'm open to all sorts of fucking shit. Like you have no idea. But so yeah, I've rambled now for a while on this subject. And I think we've pretty much gone through everything worth talking about on this subject. So I hope that, I hope that that helped. If anything, I hope that it gave you confidence, um, in knowing that what you're doing is fine. It's fantastic. It's awesome. And anybody who doesn't agree, they just, they're jealous and they don't respect you and they're not worth your time. If they are important to you and you want to keep them in your life, that's your decision. I'm not trying to be over here, like, telling you to become some bad bitch who doesn't need anybody. You do need people. Like I said in the beginning, it helped me immensely to have people there for the mental, emotional, and safety support when I first got started. You do need people who are chill and who are accepting. I think that it's it's really important to have, have those people if you're going to have healthy sugar dating experiences. You can't have something entirely in secret and have it be a healthy thing. I genuinely believe that. If something is going to be healthy, if something is going to be beneficial and be the best experience, it cannot be a total secret that you hold inside of you. You have to be able to let it out and tell people in some way. It's really important. So, all that being said, use your best judgment on the people who deserve you. That's what it comes down to. It shouldn't be a big deal. Unfortunately, some people make it a big deal. Alrighty, I think that wraps things up. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. I know that was a lot on a little subject, but honestly, I was asked this question, and it's a fantastic question, and I wanted to give it due diligence and do an entire episode and really talk about all of what I just talked about. Alrighty, you guys. Oh, man. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for listening If you didn't see my Instagram post, this podcast now has over 500 downloads, and that is super exciting. You know, to be honest with you guys, when I started this, I had no idea what was going to happen, and it didn't really, it wasn't a huge deal to me what happened with it. Um, If I could help, like, a couple of people understand sugar dating just a little bit more, like, it was worth starting for me. So the fact that people like consistently listen to this podcast is fucking incredible and I love you guys for it and every fucking week that I do this like it means more and more to me and it means more and more that you guys are here listening. So I think that's really fucking cool. If you guys don't follow the podcast already, just click that button. It'll tell you when I upload a new episode. It'll tell you every single week. So I hope you guys had a fantastic holiday season. Um, good things are coming to Sugar Pussy. I've got some awesome interviews coming up. Oh yeah, uh, Passport to Purity is coming up. (laughs) 
yeah, it's going to be a good time. So catch me for those episodes, you guys. Thanks for being here. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Give me a follow on social media at Ellie Sugar Ray and at Sugar Puss Pod on all platforms. I will see you guys next week, Thirsty Thursday for Sugar Pussy. Oh, I love a good sugar pussy. <laughs>